Welcome to my presentation, Small Business Joint Venture Advertising Stockwell of South Africa, in association with App Design Factory, Small Business App Directory. Let me start first by explaining our mission of Small Business Joint Venture Advertising Stockwell of South Africa. I will explain the mission and the objectives. These are two different things. The mission of Small Business Joint Venture Advertising Stockwell of South Africa, one is to create a small business joint venture affordable advertising stockwell medium. Secondly, to mobilize small businesses to benefit from our communication and advertising platforms, which is more than three platforms. Thirdly, to create a network of who is who in small business in the townships and identify partners to support their enterprises. Four, to increase small business with a buying power of our marketing strategy within the black communities. And fifth, to use our various communication platforms to grow and reach out to the trillions of rents generated by township GDP. That's basically the mission. About the objectives. The objective is to invite small township businesses to join our stockwell and get access to larger township markets through our advertising strategy. To use the stockwell as a vehicle of representation in parliament to address small business challenges in the townships and maybe in the cities. Third, to seek government support of small business recognition in allocation of trading spaces and business resources. Four, establish common ground with foreign nationals and informal sectors or traders to share local markets equitably. Five, to use the Stockfell as a marketing tool to solicit financial and business skills from sector education and training authority organizations, that is CITAS. And lastly, to create a small business app that will promote local township enterprises via this business app. So before we carry on about challenges of small businesses in the townships, let us refer to a podcast that is titled episode number eight. It talks about small business top Soweto marketing places newspaper advertising. It is an invitation. And before I can dive into this presentation, I will talk about what this presentation attempts to address. One, uh, we need a small business review the Ministry of Small Business in South Africa, what it represents, how it represents small business, and how it protects the interest of business if there are such things, and then how we can lobby the Ministry of Businesses to actually stop paying lip service to supporting business, but practically uh, attempt or get engaged with small business 
in the dialogue of promoting small businesses in the townships. To find out if this legislation can protect the invasion of our space, that is local businesses, and participation of our in the participation of our economies. To lobby with the Ministry of Small Business via our stock fail, because without a stock fail or a recognized entity to protect and subsidize SMME Township Chamber of Commerce, to create a register of a database of foreign businesses as well as small businesses in both the cities as well as the townships. I'll explain to you why. We have a challenge in South Africa where small business spaces are invaded by foreigners. Not that there is anything wrong, yet we need to pay attention to how our legislation can protect our people rather than favor people who, are, who come from outside. Uh, if we can form or establish an institute of foreign temporary visitation center that will educate foreigners on our legislation but at the same time in that legislation if we go to parliament and get representation we need to set out rules of engagement between how government should take priority in taking care of small local businesses before it can take care of outside local foreigners business in in operating within our spaces uh, in other words we train both local township traders and foreign nationals how to formalize business relation in order to create a fair economic activity for local South Africans to trade and thrive without compromising the value chain that is not negotiable to promote not only tourism but also places that are out of tourism rich, rich so that they can also thrive from the tourist tourism market we need to also engage and rope in the youth of South Africa in the development of township informal or small business sector to create jobs in this unregulated foreign mon monopolistic markets. We need to regulate the informal as well as small business in according to their sectors. We need to invite and form, if Shaf comes to push, the local chamber of commerces across all provinces to provide training Inspection of legal businesses against illegal entities that promote crime and drug peddling in our society. We also need to identify and open a positive dialogue between local South African traders and foreign nationals. This topic has got nothing to do with xenophobia. It is all about protecting the interest of taxpayers as well as sharing equity of local South African township GDP within the community it is saving and then drawing parameters and rules of engagement for local human rights to operate and compete fairly in the marketplace. We must force the South African government to regulate and protect the interest of the local entrepreneurs and informal traders to get first priority as top beneficiaries in allocation of resources and opportunities of the mainstream of South Africa's economy. That's very, very important. And uh, we also want to empower both foreign and local nationals with soft skills to interact easily with each other. There must be a methodology whereby we engage in these dialogues without engaging in, in conflicts. We need to find a common ground. And at the same time, to implement this foreign temporary visitation 
bill if there is we are going to force government to create such a bill which will come in the form of courses uh, these courses will appropriate the acceptance of foreign nationals as asylum seekers if they qualify to become asylum seekers with limited rights by visiting South Africa as tourists if they do not have asylum status. Obviously, establishing the rules of how foreign nationals should be treated as guests and not residents in the process of distinguishing criminals from genuine business people. It is imperative that we ignore that aspect. But one of the issues of contention is government explanation to the citizens how the agreement of BRICS affects the benefit of local businesses and informal traders. Now, when we talk about BRICS, we're talking about Russia, India, uh, Colombia, and uh, I don't know what, and South Africa. Township residents of South Africa do not benefit from Russia integration or agreements of South Africa with Russia or agreements with uh, Colombia as well as India. You don't see a black businesses going to India and st establishing in a business in India or to Colombia or to Brazil without regulation by those countries to actually protect the interest of their citizens. But in South Africa, every space is invaded without compromising uh, by compromising the rights of the citizens of South Africa. So let me start again by saying giving you a background history of South Africa before 1994 going forward and why the politicians have confused us with the terminology of white monopoly capital and what is white monopoly capital. White monopoly capital is an old system of apartheid of protecting white interest when it comes to operation or uh, monopolizing of business in terms of production of goods and services for consumers. It is as old as the government or as old as South Africa since the rule of the National Party. In 19, in mid-90s, a company called Adel Lucas Promotion was responsible in conducting a research where they wanted to establish how big corporations can penetrate what was called then the black buying power was defined as the black gold but these companies did not know how to communicate their message through this black community because it was very complex and heterogeneous so advertising companies has to speak the lingo of the township in order to sell their products to those markets so other lucas in the process of conducting this feasibility studies they also discovered that soweto as a township was generating over billions of rents. In other words, the money that came out of Soweto to support uh, businesses that are in Santon or neighboring uh, towns warranted the big corporations to set up shop right in front of the of our our backyard, which is Soweto. So, Adel Lucas through Soweto Festival promotion of events was not only the promotion of events, was to find out the link of how the multinational corporations can actually sell their goods and services right in the township and set up shop. That is why you have the shopping malls all configured with one common template. The banks are one side, the, the big retailers are one side, and the middle retailers like the clothing are all set up with the same template. There is no black business that can participate in a shopping mall, whether the shopping mall is in the township or in the suburb. 
the template is the same. For example, the major traders in the banking sector would be Standard Bank, APSA, FNB, uh, Capitec, as well as uh, maybe African Bank. Even though African Bank plays a small, insignificant role, it is part of the whole system. If we look at one the the, the one section of a mall, you'll find you'll find pick and pay and shop right on the other hand, and then the middle section of the shopping mall will be the Vodacoms, the MTN, the Celsius, the Telcoms, and then you'll have the Woolworths, you'll have the Edgars, you'll have the uh, all these other smaller retailers that are part of the big chains. So this is how white monopoly capital has been extended beyond the walls of South Africa right into the heart of the black buying power which is called liquid gold, black gold. But if I go back to the time when the African bank was formed by Dr. Matsunyane, the principle of forming the bank was purely to help small black businesses in the township to solicit funding to grow their business. Behind the African bank was the support and the role of the NAFCOC and FABCOS. NAFCOC mobilized all township businesses across the country to come together to raise funds for businesses as well as to register them as professional entities because banks could not afford to give loans to individual entrepreneurs or sole proprietors. They wanted living entities with partnership as corporations or as private enterprises and then there was FAPCOS which formed an alliance with corporations to promote small business but if you look at the history of Soweto in the early 90s Mr. Makaita was the chairman of the Soweto Chamber of Commerce it also lobbied for banks to support small businesses to grow but over and above that the mission and the objective of Soweto Chamber of Commerce was to create an awareness of local consumers to support these businesses. That is why you found places like Bopeniville were established, uh, factories were established in Sowento, panel beaters were established, uh, upholstery companies were established in order for those people to actually go to those businesses rather than go and support uh, big businesses which came at a price. So this is how the history was formulated, not only to empower black businesses with skills and business to grow but also to secure that market within the township which is called the black gold then ask yourself this question what does the purpose of white monopoly serve the answer is simple it serves the interest of the whites and protection of the south africa's economy against uh, equity and balancing of the playing fields with the black businesses and this is done through control using JSE to control South Africa's GDP in favor of white monopoly capital of whites, if you want to put it that way. Then JSE has got listed companies that are categorized by sector that control the entire industry or markets through banks, beverage and building and engineering, cash companies, chemical and oil and plast, clothing and textile, coal, curtailed operations, development capital, development stage. This is how they categorize these sectors. Diamonds, diversified industrials, education and staffing, electronics and electrical, finance, shell services, food, 
furniture and appliances, gold, healthcare, hotel and leisure, inf information technology, investment trust, life assurance, media, metals, media, we're talking about advertising and marketing, and uh, metal and minerals, mining and exploration, mining, holding, ho holding houses, packaging and printing, paper, platinum, private equity funds, property, redevelopment, land services, short-term insurance, uh, uh, steel, telecommunication, transport, and other small unlisted companies. So, monopoly, in my own definition, is when one or all companies are controlled through one another. I'll give you an example. For example, when the judge becomes the jury and the executioner, there's no justice to mediate equality to balance the playing fields of economic activity in South Africa. And this truth is evident since before 1994. And it's been like this even after 1994, where the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. This is how South Africa's economy is controlled and owned by a few. And poverty in business or economies can never, township economies can never be eradicated. Yet, it continues to cascade to grassroots level affecting entrepreneurs to compete on an equal platform of our country's resources and skills. So this white monopoly capital will has been strengthened ever since 1994. I'll give you an example of how stand uh, APSA bank ownership from 1999 to 2000 has got equity and is controlled by certain uh, organizations where Standard Bank owns or APSA owns 24.6% of Standard Bank and CBM nominates 22% shares, Universal 15.2%, Nedco Bank 8.5%, Financial Securities 4.3%, First National 4.3%, APSA nominates 2.9%, CSD Straight Holding 2.3%, APSA Share Trust Control. 1.9 and all mutual owns 1.8 percent but the contribution by activity is where the retail banking they also have control shares like 62.9 percent wholesale banking will be 19.4 percent insurance industries they'll control 14.6 percent and other other would be industries where it has got nothing to do with finance it could be transportation it could be food it could be diamond it could be other equities or insurance it could or transportation it could be anything that other is about 3.1 percent but these banks or this bank in particular has subsidiaries and associates and investment with over 100 company an example is where APSA owns 50 percent stake with Chesterfield 50 percent stake with EIM INV 49.9 percent stake with Indigo Limited 42.5 percent stake with Paragon and 50 percent with Pioneer International, etc., just to name a few. So, how can you compete with such a big corporations that have wired themselves and protected themselves through white monopoly capital via the Johannesburg Stock Exchange? It's very easy. You can also look at Mnet, ownership from 1999 to 2000. Mnet owns 50% of MNH holdings and 10.3% of VKP Pioneers and 9.9% of Multi-Choice Africa and 5.1% of Mnet Super Sport Trust and 5% shares of Mnet Putuma. 
3.7% of Standard Bank and 3.6% share of Nespas Limited and 2.6% of all mutual nominees with investment over 33, 37 brand names. Subsidiaries and associated investment will be 50% stake with Century Park Fantasy League and 50% stake with Griqualand West Rugby Pty Limited. Is that not enough? Okay, maybe let me give you another one practical example about let's talk about Marie and Roberts it was founded in 1948 and listed on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange in 1995 where the shareholding stands at uh, their own 26.3% of Standard Bank or Netco Bank 17.5% Old Mutual 9.9% CMB 9.1% APSA 6.7% Marie and Roberts Trust 3.7% First National Nominees 3.1%, Anglo-American Corporation Pension 2.5%, Investec 2.1%, SFS Nominees 2.2%, MNR Bedford Investment 1.8%, DG Murray Trust 1.3%. They have subsidiaries and associates and investment of over 100 to 200 companies. For example, they have 50% stake with Ellis Park 3 and 4. 50% 50% Durant Fontaine Development Company. It's called LHD. 53% stake with International Construction Zimbabwe. 49% stake with MNR Gamma Civil Construction. 44% Marie and Robert Zimbabwe. 43% share with Unitrans, which is a transport company. So, how can black empowerment or black people ever compete with these robust corporations? My guess is that they probably own South Africa and our politicians. That is why the Minister of Small Business does not give a damn about us small business. But if you follow the corruption by uh, the Zondo corruption, uh, this will give you an idea of how, co- how politicians also collude with these businesses to actually steal money and resources of South Africa for their own personal comfort and gain. But now, where do we play a role as a small business joint venture advertising stock fellow of South Africa? It is very easy. They say if you can uh, uh, win them, join them, but we can't join those businesses because they are very, very expensive. It is expensive to invest in the Johannesburg Stock, stock Exchange as a free market. But we know the history of stock fellows, how they liberated as a uh, communities in Soweto where we help each other to uh, build capital to buy a house, where we help each other to raise funds for Lobola, where we help each other with burial societies. That is why insurance companies they compete against each other and they are owned by one entity. All the old mutuals, the all life, the liberty life, the southern life, you name it, they are all controlled by one entity within the Johannesburg Exchange and the target market is to sell insurance to the black people. Then the stockfells are able to invest in those uh, stockfell revenue or it's invested in those capital markets. But how do we envisage small business joint venture advertising stockfell growing the small business out of the kitchen table? It's easy. We need to set up business categories. The first category that we need to establish is accommodation and B&B, uh, beauty and fashion, art and cartoons, construction and artisans, education and training, estate agents and property, finance and insurance, general businesses, health, 
as well as uh, social welfare, transport and motoring, music and entertainment, religion and spirituality, restaurants and food, sports and recreation, science and technology. Now, when we say joint venture advertising stock fell, it's where if we look at category one, accommodation and BNB, we're looking at small businesses in the township that owns BNBs as well as accommodation for tourism or non-tourism. Those businesses that are not in the main roads of the main townships or the main cities are the ones who are affected and cannot grow bigger than what their potential is. We're looking at beauty and fashion. In the past, there was a beauty organization called Abasa, African uh, Hair Care and Beauty Salons of South Africa, which was uh, spearheaded by Alex Molokwane, Dr. Fingertips, and other guys. It was uh, thriving, but after 1994, everything dropped, and then the beauty and industry market in the Black Township is invaded by people who are, who are not South Africans. So we need to mobilize all those businesses to come to the party. Not that foreigners are, are not people. It says that we need to find opportunities within those industries to help our people to come to the party. Fashion, we're talking about fashion designers, African fashion designers who design uh, fashion. We need to come to the party. Art and cartoons, people who sell art to tourism and art is becoming a dying and a, a, a dying business in the township because few people support it. Constructions and artisans, we need to identify credible construction companies that can offer actual uh, guarantees when they do projects for our people so that they can be ref referral and then they can grow their business. The same applies to independent artisans who do painting, plastering, uh, roof repair, cutters, paving, wall building, uh, butler proofing, you name it, it's all there. Also, we need to actually look at education and training where we can support uh, enterprises that are accredited by different sitters in training and co providing courses to our members of the stock fair. And we're also talking about companies that do computer training, catering, you name it, it should be there. Estate agents and property. We're talking about pro people who own property or vacant land who can help small business identify those properties and build build malls, form joint ventures and build malls and where small business can be able to occupy those spaces. We're talking about estate agents who are independent as well as estate agents who are registered and are South Africans as well as operating within our communities. Finance and insurance, we're talking about independent brokers as well as those who are affiliated to corporations we also need to support them especially because they are black people who are being used by these companies to penetrate the black gold which is the black township market general businesses there are lots of them these these are accountants bookkeepers uh, project managers in the independent consultants in fashion independent uh, consultants in horticulture garden services we need to rope them in. They need to come to the party because without the stock fell, if you are an individual, you won't survive. One of our problems as black people is we, we see seeing como as a lazotwa, as a establish a network, organizations like Abu Nafkok or Abu Fabkos in order for us to thrive. That is why the white monopoly capital is able to break us down. They say divided, uh, divided we fall, but together we can't. Uh, conquer if we come together we can conquer 
we need to look at health and social health we took we're talking about we need a health education so that black people must stop eating junk and supporting lama franchise afana nabo kfc nabo because those franchises at the end of the day he capital here to uh, to only a few but the majority don't don't benefit we need ama restaurant abantu bamnyama akuma township abazopheka ukudla kwasekhaya umncosho ipapa inyama ama vegetables sidle hayi la mabheka namachips everyday which has a synthetic food ama injo la abizinge bo hospice we need to support them transport and motoring sikhuluma ngalaba ba transporta abantu long distance transport abo uber nabo taxi fire aba owner la ma business of uber na ma taxi fire and motoring we also talking about abo mechanic panel beaters people who do upholstery spray painting wheel alignment is a ma business and if you come to the stockfield we are going to provide ama course for these people to thrive to be certified by different sectors of the sita so that we can support them if they are credible if they offer good customer service what we are interested in is quality and customer service fly by night businesses are going to lose out on on the membership of the stockfell if they don't uh, uh, follow the protocol as well as they don't follow the rules and the regulation of our constitution music and entertainment new bands that are starting up or musicians uh, comedians and so on religious and spiritual we must uh, look at real churches that represent the interest of the community not fly by night churches that are talking about miracles and healing like abo pasta lowers in nigeria and so on those things government must look at the religion there's too much uh, nonsense that is going on with religion restaurants and food we shouldn't have ivilagas street which represents the icon sabo mandela to be the only restaurants that need to be supported by tourism we need to identify other areas that are hidden outside of Vilagas district in all those townships i'll mention those townships that are affected that i'm talking about in respect to housing as a province sports and recreation is another area science and technology so we need to register this stock fell so that we can have representation in government as i said where we can have a voice uh, to air our challenges also to be in line with what represents the south african constitution if you have comes to push we must go to the constitutional court to put government into a tight spot to say we need a voice without a stock fail, we cannot have a representation the more members we can rope in the better but also we want to create a business app so that when people are looking for a accommodation in the township whether it is in tembisa or in zamdela or in katlohong a person must be able to find accommodation if a person is looking for a construction company he must go to the app and, and just type construction and all the list of those companies that are members of the stockfell will be able we are in the process of creating that app but we don't have enough members the same applies to estate agents if you are looking for an estate agent or estate agent in the township or you want to buy property the app will be able to identify which estate agents are selling which properties where the same applies to to transport and motoring who's the best bmw mechanic or mercedes-benz or panel peter as well as if you want to do books for your business general business you want an accountant you'll be able to find them on the app but at the same time we need to have contact with government on a quarterly basis to have a voice in parliament those are the objectives that i mentioned when i started this presentation so the demographics, demogra- demographics of affected black townships where I think we need to establish the roots 
is Soweto. Soweto is seen as the root of business for big corporations to do business in the heart of Soweto. The first mall that was established in Soweto was actually Southgate Mall, then followed Barakim Maponya, Thompsonville Mall, then followed Maponya Mall, then followed Jablani Mall, and all these other malls started growing and mushrooming in all the townships in, in, in South Africa. So, Soweto, in particular, where we want to start our stock fair is we're talking about Mondia, Merrydale, Naturena, Deep Roof, uh, Orlando West, Freedom Park, Orlando East and West, Midlands, Mizemthope, Dewey Village, Clepsprate. El Dorado Park, Clapton, Pinville, Lamini, Shawela, Morocco, White City, Mola, Popiri, Mufolo South and North, Jabulani, Mapetana, Lady Zola, Mdeni, Protea North and South, Protea Land, Renrich, Dobsonville, Norkasak, and Pennyville. If I didn't mention any township, you can come forward and tell me which township I have missed. Lehae is towards the Val, uh, Subukin, Zamdela, Shaville, Orange Farm, Everton, Beverly Hills, Vanderbilt Park, Annadale, Lenasia Extension, Grassmere, and Neaton. And then so, and west of Soweto is Pocahiso, Rodiport, Matlake, Carltonville, Manseville, Western Area, and Wadela. Johannesburg East will be Botogoza, Bo, Katlehong, uh, Spread View, Siluma View, Boxback, Quatema, Tembisa, Daviton, Zakane, Dikatole, Jamestown. Johannesburg North will be Olivenhout, Bosch, Alexander, Tembisa, Clefontaine, View, Clayville, Dipsluot, and any other township that I could not mention. And then Houghton West will be Atridgeville, Mamelodi, Soshangube, Harankua, Hamas, Kral, Bradsmoot, Tuklum, Develt, Macau, and so on. So we will reach obviously these other provinces once we are kicking off with Houghton, where the small business joint venture Stockwell of South Africa will have. Uh, various types of membership types and packages to suit every member, formal or informal. And these categories will come, will be subject to terms and conditions of our in NGO affiliation constitution and then, uh, and then NASASA membership rules and regulation, meaning NASASA stands for National uh, Stockfell Associations of, of South Africa, of which we are a member. Top Soviet to Marketplaces is one of our newspapers that we are using as a vehicle to sell and promote small business as a joint venture. Newspaper production and services will include digital advertising of small business promotion to over 5,000 copies. And then hard copy will be between 5,000 and 10 where we promote small businesses. And then a membership will be discussed when you join. And then radio broadcasting. We are establishing a radio station. A radio station that will represent the voice of the small business. And that radio station will have interviews, we will have podcasts, we will have uh, courses that are run by the radio station to empower those business uh, categories that I mentioned. We will create and design ads for these small businesses to advertise their services. We will also broadcast podcasts to our nine international platform and membership is also, it comes at a fee. The video channel, we're going to create a video channel and the production of the ads and design will be by the stock fair and the copyright and the hosting will be by the stock fair and there will be membership for that. So there will also be a special concession membership for non-South African citizens. This is now foreign nationals. They are also allowed to come to the party to advertise in the newspaper where our digital advertising copy will reach 5,000 members and hard copy advertising to 10,000 depending on the membership of our stock file, uh, uh, affiliation. Audio podcast and radio 
uh, advertising also will be represented as well as TV channels. Those members who get the special concession will also benefit from our stock fail. Now, then the foreigners, but also social media connectivity will come in free as we will have a Facebook connectivity, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. So, the vehicle for our newspaper, which is top uh, Soweto marketing places, will have resources. These resources are newspaper distribution, which is door to door, in house newspaper design and production, in house banners and flyer advert design, and the stock production and distribution will be set up by us. Audio podcast and advertising will be distributed via Believers Chatroom and international platforms and so on. So the membership benefits will come in various categories. Special advertising discount rates, door-to-door home newspaper delivery to over five or 10,000 households directly, special business courses provided by accredited CETA service providers within the Stockfell members, access to large survey to consumer buying power that will grow your business steady and sure stockfell support to buy from members first before we can support we can buy from non-members if we can't find members in the stockfell so in conclusion the question is how do you contact us to show interest of becoming a member of our stockfell send a whatsapp message titled i am interested in joining a small business joint venture stockfell association of south africa and then send it to this number 064 Two seven nine one nine two one. Then, in our response, we will send you an application form to download or print. You will fill it in and send it back to us via an email link that we will provide. The application form will have details of the of the membership as well as the banking details of where you should pay the membership fees and what are the fees. You will also receive a Stockfell member calendar where we are going to be presenting what this joint venture stock fell is all about, how we're going to get representation in parliament and how we're going to start building our stock fell small business app. There will be dates for the meetings as well as the venue and agenda for these meetings. So that's all folks. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this uh, proposal and I hope you have enjoyed it. And uh, if you have, share it on WhatsApp, on Facebook, on Twitter, and uh, so that we can kick off and get going life is too short to complain or worry